That'd be weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't know. Hey everyone, I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Those Dram Ginzers where we drink bourbon and talk about it. Zach, we. This is coming out on our one year anniversary. How crazy yeah, is that? Crap, crap crazy. This this is this event that we're at right now mm-hmm. is the first second thing we've done as the, for the show. Yes. Yeah. How crazy is that? It's so weird. Let's kick him in hands. Nobody wants to see this. They but anyway, this. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, we are at the Pittsburgh Whiskey Festival and we're chilling out in the lobby right now. We kind of did a walkthrough already just to kind of get a feel for what was happening so it's kind of loud in there so I have no idea if this audio is even going to come out but we're going to try it anyway give it a shot and um, another shot yeah another shot shot. we are enjoying some Kentucky Owl Batch 8 the bourbon and it is a Haas lights out good Haas at retail don't buy this don't buy it for 300 that's stupid retail but anyway 300 is almost stupid yeah yeah it's good it's It's really good. good It's not that good. Um, all right, so let's see what the hell happens. I don't know. So what's interesting about, and it's a little different than most other festivals, is because this is put on by Fine Wine Good Spirits, you can actually buy bottles of, of whatever you find in most of what you can find inside uh, out here at the little pop-up store. So um, that is kind of one neat thing um, that is different from this one. And already... From last year, this is already better. This is already better. It is in one location this year. Last year it was in it was split, and there was three different rooms that it was in, and it just was not it was not uh, not ideal. Right now, everything's in one room. It's so easy to navigate around everything. You're kind of over here. You're secluded. It's great already. So hopefully, they just keep impressing us. Alrighty. Here we go. Welcome to Pittsburgh Whiskey Festival. New to PA Beam Suntory. What does that mean, new to PA? Ooh, some Four Roses. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Hold my drink. You hold my drink. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Al Young. We are definitely going to have to get a picture with him later. Folks, Maker's Mark is hand-dipping some glasses for us. Which is pretty sweet. I have one. Do you want to get one? Yeah, I want to get one. (laughs) And you go first. Have you had basil, Hayden? Yeah, guys, I got a couple cocktails over here. Oh, we're going cocktails over here. Excellent. So I have basil. Uh, I have a basil hay penicillin over here. So it has basil hay, has a little lemon juice, ginger syrup, a spiced honey to kind of give it a little full 
flare to it and a little Lafroid tent float on top, a little smokiness. Over here we have a uh, old fashioned from Jim Beam Black. So this has obviously Jim Beam Black, some Demerara syrup, and uh, Angostura and spiced cranberry. So we, after the Kentucky Owl, we started with Four Roses Single Barrel Battle Strength. It was uh, OB, OBSD, I think is what she said. Yeah. It was the, the, the 1-4 Fine Wine Good Spirits picked by Al Young, who we're waiting in line to get a picture with. So we'll insert, insert that here. And uh, yeah, keep chugging along. This is fantastic. Thoughts? Pass. <laughs> okay, so these are, it's Maker's Mark take on a single barrel program. Okay. Maker's Mark doesn't do single barrels. Right. It's always done in one So Maker's 46 is taking all the Maker's Mark, taking the barrel apart, adding in 10 French oak staves, right. putting the barrel back together, and letting it rest for three months over winter. Okay. The French Oak is a whole new profile. It's a maker's mark. Private Select. It's creating your own custom finishing stage. So, this one, for, the, for this barrel, doesn't even use any of the Maker's 46. It uses different, called Baked American Pure 2. That's American Oak. Sears French Cuvée. French Cuvée is a, the way the, the wood is roasted. There's a very spicy note to it. French mocha, literally this, this European oak, feels like chocolate lake too. Yeah. And then uh, French spice, you know, this, it, the board is actually curved like this, so it has, when it's seared, the, 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 the bottom of the, of the, uh, of the grooves do not, does not get any toast onto it. So it has this incredible spice to it. So they all get put into a barrel for, for three months, and it's a custom whiskey. That's amazing. So, each one of these are different. So our local whiskey group is actually doing... You're a Whiskey Friends? Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Excellent. So, this is uh, Hibiki, uh, Hibiki Harmony. This is House of Centauri Hibiki. This is the blend. All three distilleries. This comes from Yamazaki, Akushu, the Peated, and Cheetah, the Grain. There's about 40 to 50 whiskeys inside this bottle. Oh, wow. Amazing. So, uh, the difference between the Japanese and Scotch. So, you make a blended whiskey in Scotland. Thank you, sir. You take from different distilleries. In Japan, you make all your whiskeys underneath one house. Interesting. And then you blend them together. So, the art of blending comes from that house. Okay. So we have a master blender, we don't have a master distiller. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Right, it's all about... All right. So at Yamazaki, uh, we make all single malts there, but we have six or seven different types of stills that are all making different whiskeys. Yeah, amazing. So then they all go into different kinds of barrels. Wine casks, cherry casks, uh, Mizunara oak Japanese casks. So the palette of all these whiskeys then come together to make a blend. That's amazing. That's, that that's where the skill comes into place. Uh, so Yamazaki, multiple different whiskeys, all blend together to make Yamazaki 12. Mickey, 
all three distilleries coming together. Yeah. Toki, uh, I think it's the 19 different uh, whiskeys that go into to, to Toki. Wow. So. I mean, blending in and of itself is such an art form. I mean, everyone thinks of the, of the distiller. Right. And, and rightfully so, but, right. but the blender, just as much of an art form as the distiller. Right. I mean, to make sure that the flavor profile, everything plays together well. Right. And that's why whiskey, it really is such an art form. That is the sweetest paint. Yeah, right. I've ever tasted. Right, that's the hustle distillery. So that's amazing. I've never tasted something like that. Hints, hints of peat to it. So as you heard it, Zach enjoyed a peated whiskey. No, that's like a smoky candy. That's so good. That's that's, and that is delicious. This is going to give me some serious trouble. So, Cheetah has a little Side. bit of like corn whiskey into it. Yeah. yeah. Other grains. So, it's just so many combinations of spirits. Amazing. What's the beat even for Prohibition? Excellent. Um, so, were they classified as medicinal? They were. Okay. Because of the connection with Andrew Mellon. Okay. Andrew Mellon this smells so fantastic, right? Andrew what? Mellon actually joined forces with Henry, Henry Clay Frick, who was Abraham Overholt's grandson, and actually owned the brand for quite some time, uh, even through Henry Clay Frick's death. Really? Because Andrew Mellon was connected to, uh, he was the Secretary of Treasury for okay. under, under Harding. Yeah. He was able to usher in the medicinal license for, for, for Overholt. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... It, and the homestead of Abraham Overhold is in southwestern PA. It's in West Really? West Are you serious? We should go out there. So, Fayette yeah. County? Yes. Yeah. It's West Oakland. It's been under the stewardship of the West Oakland Historical Society since 1922. It, that site has been there since 1803 when the family came over from Switzerland. Okay. Uh, they they uh, set up camp in uh, southeastern PA, kind of like Bucks County. Okay. And then migrated west. They were Mennonite family. Okay. And settled here in West Overton. There were weavers, farmers in the coal and coke industry. Okay. Um, and then they started just selling whiskey in 1810. And there's been a there's been a whiskey that's been produced um, on that site under the Overholt name since since that time. That's amazing. So this yeah. is the this Thank is the rye. Yeah. Right. So all of all of the Overholt products are it's a standalone rye brand. So so many rye. It's all rye. It's all rye. So what I just drink is rye. Yes, so shut the hell up. It's Wait. not 100% rye, but it's, it's a, the rye category, so it's at least 51% rye. No, right, exactly. Yeah. Little Book is as well. No, no, Little Book is, that's a that's a, that's a okay. bourbon book. Okay, okay. I, 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 I was going to say, Wait a minute. Little Book, hold you aside, we'll no, go back okay. to Little Book. Right, we'll go back to Little Book. So now we're in Old Overhaul. Yeah. The rye. And in the era of such prominent whiskey companies and whiskey brands out there, you taste the red. Everyone has a home, right? Right. And what's ironic and what's really rare is that so many of these brands don't actually have a home. They're, they're phenomenal whiskeys, right? Great packaging, great marketing, great stories, right? But you can't believe it. We have a home here in West Overton. Offset of Pittsburgh. Brand. I know when, when I hold up a glass of Overhold, right? Uh, you're looking and you're, and you're tasting history because it's there's certain elements to the whiskey that's to 
directly connected to the growth of, of America, the Industrial Revolution. It was drunk by the super elite, the Carnegies of the world, the Andrew Mellons of the world, but it was also drunk by the men and women who built this country. It's, There's no way that's a rye. Yeah. That is good. It does not taste like a rye. That is dangerous this there's, there's lots of really that interesting is, things coming out, coming down the pipeline for this brand. My main, my main job is to actually revitalize this brand and bring it back to its former glory. Oh well, it's got such, I mean, if you've got, got, got a brand to overhaul, you may as well do that one because holy shit, it's got a, this has got such, this got such a cult following amongst collectors, cash, um, whiskey writers, the, the, the bartender, our bar, yeah. the bartenders are number one stakeholder. Like, well, you just got two more, yeah. for what it's worth. I mean, uh, two, it. Thank you. two guys from Pittsburgh who are doing their thing. <laughs> but, holy crap. Yeah. Wow, that's good. So that's the main overhaul, and uh, this is the Bonded. Bonded. So this will be that, that's a three-year-old, so right? So, so Bonded is actually a government regulation. And approved. Right. Well, beyond that, so back in 1897, okay. before 1897, you had right. whiskey producers who were putting a lot of nasty stuff in the bottle. Right. right. And, and the federal government stepped and said, hey, we want to guarantee a product for our consumers just out of, just out of strict health. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the pre-FDA. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so... 1897 rolls around, they developed the Bottle and Bond Act. Right. Um, Old Forester and, Old, and um, Old Overholt were the first two companies to actually produce products under the Bond and, Bottle and Bond Act. And what that did was guarantee a quality product. It was federally mandated, underproof, okay. at least four years old, distilled by one distiller yeah. in, a, in, a, in one distilling season. So the distilling season was from January to June. July to December, okay. and it was aged within one state. That makes sense. And this is, and we you still, and we still fall, we still follow all those laws. If you see like really old bottom bond bottles, especially overhauls, right. you actually see like six and a half years, or or, or, or nine and a half, because Thanks, they're sir. actually calling out the half year distillation season. Okay, so it's a little. It's actually, so see that now, but. Because of the half year distilling season, they had to put it on the label. Well, they had to. They just they just chose to. John, I want to go on record. This is one of the best ryes I've ever had. I was gonna. My next question is, what's your rating for the rye? This is 110 percent a half. <laughs> Absolutely. For me, and you're talking to a guy when we started the show a year ago. Rye was not on my radar. Rye was that peppery, gross whiskey that you drank that like. Only like old sea dogs, right? Kind of right, thing. right. As we've been going, I've realized how wrong it was. We've I've converted never, him. I've never been so happy to admit I was wrong. And this is like the icing on the cake. Here's, here's the really cool thing about Rye Whiskey. So you have all the farmers coming over from Ireland, Scotland, right. um, Germany, what, what have you, and they're coming across the pond to have a new life in America, right? Right. Farmer distilling, it was a very common thing back in the day. You have all this extra grain. We don't want to do with this, make a commodity, we distill it. Right. We don't want it to go to waste. Um, corn does not grow very well in Pennsylvania. It does not grow well in Maryland or New York. Rye grows really well here. Right. They tried to grow barley, because that's a new video. When you, when you, video when you come to uh, in Ireland and Scotland, there were barley growers. Try to grow barley here, couldn't happen. Rye was the first frontier. So technically, when you really peel back the layers, rum is America's first spirit. Okay. Okay. Rye whiskey is America's first whiskey. Okay. Now, 
Rye whiskey fell in favor, bourbon comes up. Ironically, rye whiskey is the next frontier. I love it. 100%. And that's what we're doing too, is we're bringing attention to not just whiskey in general, but Monongahela rye whiskey and the heritage that Western PA has with whiskey. Yeah, right? (laughs) All right, so we're at Buffalo Trace right now. This is beautiful. What do you want to try? Well, we've had the Colonel, we've had VTAC. Well, Greg, not VTAC. Do you want Blanton's? Blanton's is a ghost to I do. Right. I really do. All right. We'll try the Blanton's, please. So there's the details. Oh, John. John, so we're at Buffalo Trace right now. And John, do, do, do you know what I'm getting on the nose at the moment? Let me guess. Ooh, is it the caramel apple? It is the caramel apple. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, sweeter than a mother trucker. Blanton's is so good, guys. So good. So, John, what are we drinking right now? Blanton's. Blanton's. Now, obviously, this is a house. No, Blanton's is always a house. Shut the front door. This is good. Holy forking shirt alls. <laughs> this is excellent. All right, so we're at Apple Hour. The Glen Livid Table, aka the Highland Experience. Scotland! <laughs> Zach, you're a huge fan of the Avalon. Do you can? How good this Avalon is. <laughs> Do you can? I hope that audio didn't come in. I, I sure as fuck hope it did. They need to know that this is great. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone in Scotland right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have no idea if this audio is even coming out. Gonna We're going to find out, right? Cheers to Jens. Well, I've had the 12 year. I've not had the... Abundach. Um, I don't know how you pronounce it, but I'm going to go ahead and assume it's a kiss. Okay. How you doing? We're doing. Good. How you doing? Like to What's up, Lau? Better want? and better with every drink. Which one we done? Which one you want? I want to be spoiled. I do. I know you haven't had this. I haven't had it. No, we I have had not. Had the Aberlour 12, and the Aberlour 12 is what converted me to Scott. I haven't had the William. This, this will blow your mind now. Let's do it. Generous. Thank First you, single malt Scotch. Thank you. Finish a cognac cast. Cognac cast. That's absolutely. You actually got a little bit of raisins. Coffee. Coffee. So what you're telling me is. Holy shit! Yeah. I'm about to get drunk. What you just kitchen. said? You you are literally gonna. I'm telling you. I've had people that will tell me. Holy shit! I won't drink a brown spirit. Then we drink vodka. I drink skinned out. You know the pretty old ladies. Raisins and chocolate and fantastic. Glen Levitt, 14. Scottish know how to make brown spirit. The Scottish know how to make a brown spirit. Hey. You suck. Alright. Get the hell out of here. I'm telling you. Alright, so we just took a break. Get something to eat. Sober up a little bit because... We've only made it through a fraction of the booths that are here tonight. Um, 
One thing I will point out is uh, I had, we we bought we had VIP tickets. Thank you, Aaron, for buying us our tickets. Um, Thanks, Odin. There wasn't really like a VIP section. Um, I know there were some whiskeys that were available for only the VIP hour, but I don't know really know which ones those were. They had a list, but I don't have it on me, so that's my only negative. But uh, we keep rolling. Keep. Let's get to work. How you doing? We try the the full proof. That's good, thank you. Exactly. What do you think of foolproof? 1792 foolproof. My biggest sip. Foolproof. It's not bad, but it's not the best whiskey I've had tonight. This is the first high proof whiskey that tasted high proof. Yes. Yeah. But I gotta say, for me, least favorite whiskey of the evening so far. Yeah. It's getting a lot of hype recently. Yeah. I don't know. I've liked everything else better. Everything else has been better. Even, even, um, I think it just goes to show. It's about the flavor profile. Yeah. Not necessarily the age. Age does make a difference. But it's not the difference. Just because it's aged for a longer time does not mean it's a good whiskey. We started the evening off with our good friends from Liberty Hole. Oh yeah, we didn't film that part, but yeah. We did our we, we did their their holiday spice whiskey. Better than this. Not just because it's the lower proof. We've had some high proof whiskeys this evening that haven't tasted high proof at all. And pretty much nothing has tasted high proof. Nothing has tasted high proof. But we had a 116 from uh, Makers. Right? No, that was uh, Four Roses. Four Roses. My bad. I'm sorry. Four Roses. We had a 116. Did not taste 116. This this full body proof tastes full body proof. Yeah. To the point where it's interrupting the the, the, the palate for me a little. Yeah. Um, we have to move on to something else after this. Water. <laughs> We're gonna entitle this episode. Is that should have Uber. That is That's got an interesting smell, yeah. So talk to me about what's what's different with the, the afterglow versus... It's a wheat whiskey that's flavored with roasted ginger and a little bit of brown sugar. Interesting. That's what I smell is the ginger. Is the ginger. Yeah. 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 Alright. I got my work cut out for me on this one. You're good, buddy. I do get that ginger. I get the ginger. Yeah. yeah. Very, it's very floral. Very floral. Yeah, I, I don't. I like this. I like the smell. You like I, I haven't tasted it. This gets me. It's like this reminds me of like. Well, she said there's ginger in it, right? So when you get sushi, right? You get that pickled ginger. That's what this tastes like. It reminds me of the ginger. Hey, chicken. look at look at me. Look at me. I'm figuring shit out. 
We're growing. Like an old man's belly. <laughs> Look who we have here. Look at this guy, huh? Hey! They let anybody in The town, Yizzers huh? are here! <laughs> yeah! Hey, we love you guys. How you doing, sir? Hey, I make whiskey for a living. Right, exactly. It's not gonna be bad. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, so, what should we have? A couple things you might not have seen. Bottle and bone. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know we talked about it, but yeah. 2000. The 
We're winding down here. So old. I'm so tired. Zach's got to sober up. He's got to drive home. I'm actually feeling okay right now. Oddly enough, the peanut butter whiskey like brought me back to earth. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to head over to our dear friends at Liberty Pole. Hang out with them for a bit. We didn't, uh, we didn't get them on the, uh, on the feed. No, we didn't. But they got a hopping table right now. There's a bunch of people over there. Sorry, we're like family. I know, we'll just walk behind the booth. Yeah, let's let's just walk behind the booth. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to film this shit. Hold on. All right, here we go. All right, we're going to pull this off. We're going to walk behind their booth because we're that fucking good. Hey, guys. I mean, look at this booth, man. Look how hopping this booth is. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We, got, Yo, we just walked behind the booth and they didn't even fucking care. We got Papa Huff, <laughs> Kevin, getting it up back here. <laughs> Kevin's like, don't put me on video. <laughs> no, but y'all are going to be on YouTube. Dude. Guys. That was fun. So much fun. All right, so I was here last year. Whoop, my finger's in the way. I was right, here last year. So I have thoughts of comparison. I want to get your thoughts of the event tonight from a, a fresh perspective. What did you think? I had a great time. Um, I got to say, I, I don't know if it was because we brought up the word podcast. I don't know if it was because we just asked the right question. The amount of people who took their time to go out of their way mm -hmm. to engage us this evening yeah. was phenomenal. We had Stephen and um, Stephen and uh, Bradford. Bradford took us around a couple booths. A couple booths and and guided us through a yeah. couple tastings. Yeah, they didn't have to do that. They were there to represent to everybody, but they zeroed in on us. Mm -hmm. We appreciated that, and I, I, and I think part of that was just because we were engaged with them. Mm -hmm. We were asking the questions. We wanted to know. Mm -hmm. They could tell we were interested, and you can tell that there are people at this event that give a shit. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. Mm -hmm. um, it was... I had a great... What did you think of the setup? Um, overall, I thought it was pretty good. I think next year, if it's uh, maybe alphabetized, that could make it a little bit on the, easy. On the paper. The paper that on they the paper, up, yeah. exactly. It could be a little bit easier to maybe navigate. Okay. But all in all, I tried everything I wanted. And some things that I didn't know I wanted until I tried it. <laughs> like the peanut butter whiskey. Like the peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> That was crazy oh good. Oh my god! That was crazy good. So good. I, you're, you're right. I couldn't drink a whole glass of it. But I would have like a small pour of it. I'd have a small pour of that. I'd have a finger of that, and I, gladly. That was not just some kind of a. That wasn't to put that in the same vein as Fireball would be an insult to the oh, peanut butter whiskey. Absolutely. It was good. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. It was palatable. exactly what you expected. It was good. Mm -hmm. It was a Reese's peanut butter cup. Made alcoholic, poured into a glass. It was mm. thoroughly enjoyable. Mm -hmm. You could make some killer cocktails with that. Mm -hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Would mm -hmm. highly recommend. Um, and I'm excited because they were so responsive to that. They want to talk to us. And, and, and yeah. And that's the other thing. Something I loved about tonight. Everyone here was such. Everyone here was just such a fan of whiskey, that when they met another fan of whiskey, they were ready to sit down and talk with them. Mm -hmm. It was it was fans of the art. People cared about what they were pouring. 
Yes. It wasn't just some like rando salesperson like doing no. it. Like it was like people who actually care, like ambassadors yes. and sales reps yes. who care about their brand know and the know history. what they're talking about. Yes. And know based on their conversation with you what you might be intrigued by. They're ex- you can tell that they're excited about it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 almost like going to. This might sound a bit hyperbolic, but it, today the experience that I had would be if the only way I can think of to compare it is if you went to a gallery and met the artist. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of people today who are appreciative of the art and the artists or at least representatives of the artists who are just as appreciative of it if not more so getting together talking about it and just enjoying it Mm -hmm. there was no pretense today there were no no one was talking about nosy notes or tasting notes or it was just good whiskey Mm -hmm. And enjoying good whiskey. I mentioned this a couple times tonight to people that we talked to, but it's like Jim Beam. The rep from Jim Beam. Is it, who, who is it? Beam Tory is who he works yeah. for, yeah. Yeah. Said, but be, yeah, Jim Beam is under that. It's like an all encompassing like, that's like the big brand, and they own a bunch of little ones. Mm-hmm. And when I say little, I mean like they own Makers, they own Jim, they, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah. But it's, that was, was, Steve. Was, it, was it Jim Beam who said, I don't care how you drink your whiskey, just drink it? I thought it was. One of the no's. I thought it was Booker No. It might have been one of them, but... I don't know. Fred, one of them, one, whom, yeah. Whomever it was, I don't care how you drink your whiskey, just drink it. Mm-hmm. It was full of that snow. Whiskey mm-hmm. is something that can be elevated without being inaccessible. Mm-hmm. And, and I experienced that tonight. There were, there were 80, 90... There was a $300 bottle that I got to try tonight. So what was that? The Kentucky Owl. Oh, yeah. Okay, retail, it's like 110 Right, but... Right, you, but you, stores will sell it for three, dollars Stores $400. will sell it for three, yeah. four hundred dollars because it just, it's just hard to get your hands on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no pretense. It was just being able to enjoy a good whiskey mm-hmm. and appreciate a good whiskey. And you don't have to know all of the notes, all of the nosy notes. Yeah. You don't have to know all that to appreciate a good whiskey. Mm-hmm. You like it or you don't, but a good whiskey will shine through no matter what. And I don't care who you are, there's something that's classy as hell about holding a rocks glass in your hand and just swirling. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of that tonight. No pretense, a lot of class. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. So for me, coming last year, right, the setup was completely different. Last year, when you came up on, up to the second floor of the casino, there were tables to the left. And then there were two rooms to the right that it was in that felt very secluded and just, it was too much separation between the booths. This sure. time, you come up the elevator, escalators, you went to the left, it was in that event space past the, past the buffet, past Grandview, and everything was in one spot. And there was plenty of room to move around. They probably could have packed it a little bit more, but they definitely had room to move around it. Even though it was like packed in there, it never it felt full. like cramped. Yeah. Yes. Even after like full general mission came in. Um, the the setup, the display, the the way Pittsburgh Magazine took it and made it 
better was fantastic. And we were talking to a couple people from Pittsburgh Magazine after the event ended. And they said they really started planning this July 4th. So if they yes, did what yes, they yes, did with, yes. this, with this festival yeah. in the couple months that they had to do it, they already have dates for next year, like, set aside for when they think it's going to be. And, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the whole year of planning. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Next year's going to be great. Mm-hmm. If, if this year was their first year doing it with very little lead time in the planning, mm-hmm. next year's going to be amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I'm genuinely, genuinely excited to attend next year. Mm-hmm. And it is an event that I will be looking forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't be going into it saying, okay, prove me that you're worth it. Yeah. I'll be going into it. Which is how I did this year. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Next year I'll be going into it going, I can't wait to see what you've done. And even like just the advertisements that they put out, like the, the, the marketing they did for this was really good because... Honestly, without the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, I never would have heard of this festival last year. Right. Like, Finewood Good Spirits only put, like, posters up in their stores. Right. And that was it. It was just like... It yeah. wasn't a big push. No, this was a big push. Yes. Um, what was your favorite whiskey of the night? If you can narrow it down to just one. Oh, Sean, if I can narrow it down... asking me to choose a favorite child right now. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, you guys... I want, to, I want to preface it with this. This evening I had so many whiskeys, so many new whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was something that, we that tried to do. made it onto my Haas list. Mm-hmm. In, in not just kind of a Haas list, like a very real way, it made it onto my Haas list. <coughs> Excuse me. It's late and I'm tired. I'm tired too. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to count Liberty Pool's stuff since we've already talked about we've that. We've talked enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that wouldn't be fair because everyone knows I love Mama Huff's Holiday Whiskey, y'all. We're, we balls. tasted the final product. Guys, Holy we shit tasted balls. the final product Sorry. and it is better than what we had on the show, on the last show. It's I, better. I rescind better. all the Holy Fortune shirt balls yeah. from that episode. Actually, you know what? No, wait, wait, reserve wait. it for today. Wait, wait, wait. We should actually say it's bad. So that nobody buys it. Yeah, don't buy it. it. It's terrible. <laughs> Just send us your bottles. Yeah, Get if you don't like it, I'll give you an address to send the bottles to. Ship them our way. Consider us your garbage disposal. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll take uh, one for the team. Mm-hmm. No, um, so discounting the um, Mama Huff's Holiday Whiskey, which is what I'm like. I don't give a shit what they call it. Love you guys, but I don't care what you call it. To me, it's always going to be Mama Huff's. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're making our own label and slapping it on the bottom. Absolutely. I will put it over... No offense. I will put it over the label that you guys made. (laughs) Okay? That's just the way it's going to be. Because I love you. And your your whiskey. But anywho. All right. Pick a favorite. I'm torn between two. Okay. Um, And and it's terrible because I can't remember the name of this. (laughs) It's the Japanese whiskey that we had today. Oh, shoot. Because it's an H, I believe. Hibiki? Hibiki. Yeah. I believe is what it's called. Yeah. That was very interesting. I've never had something like that before, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I got video of it. And then the Glenfiddich 14. That was good. That was... That was really good. Dynamite. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm going to give top three because this is just terrible for me. All right, give top three. And then the Kentucky Owl. So I think I would put, so if I had to pick a favorite, we started off with a banger and I just really didn't find anything else that was that good and I really enjoyed Batch 8 for Kentucky Owl. That's my top one of the night. My second one would be the um, Fine Wine Good Spirits pick for the Four Roses Single Barrel Rail Select. That was excellent. O-E-S-K that or whatever it was. Yes. Um, the one that Al Young picked. That we got. Guys, we got a picture with Al Young. Al freaking he drove up Young. to Pittsburgh to sit at this little festival and take pictures and sign bottles. That was awesome. For those of you who don't know, he's like the Elvis Presley. The Four Roses. The Four Roses. So, like, that would be like Elvis driving up to Pittsburgh and being like, yeah, I'm just going to chill here and take pictures yeah. Yeah, and he was. And the funny thing is, I don't think people knew, like, the the royalty that was sitting in front of him because the whole night, there was not a line to, to, to take a picture with him. And I was just like, you people are nuts. Like, was I'd sit there and talk to him all night. Absolute privilege to yeah. be able to meet him mm-hmm. and just get a picture with him. Yeah. I mean, because his pick actually... His pick was up there, too. John, I can't pick a favorite tonight. I can tell you what was what was the most different from anything else I've had. Is that the hibiki? The hibiki was no. was one of the most different, but in a good way. Also, um, the peanut butter whiskey was great. Yeah, that was shockingly good. There was a lot tonight to enjoy, and that's what I think I loved about tonight the most was that there wasn't my hand hurt. Finger. There, there wasn't one whiskey that I could just go. That was the whiskey of the evening. Every whiskey had its unique place mm-hmm. to build to a unique evening. Mm-hmm. That was just fun mm-hmm. and good mm-hmm. and tasty. <sighs> yeah, this was fun. This is a lot of fun. Um, we, again, we, we did this on the live Instagram feed, but we want to thank um, our basically our executive producer, Aaron Hyduke. Um, he provided us with our the tickets tonight. Father. <laughs> oh no, Father! Yeah, um, I regret and I take back calling him Loki. Um, but uh, I, we want to thank him sincerely Truly. for believing in us and supporting us in the way that he does. Um, As my two-year-old son would say, <laughs> "Thank you." Um, we want to thank. Um, uh, Pittsburgh Magazine for doing a hell of a job oh, with this. Oh, great job. Hell of a job. We're excited great for job. next year. Um, we're hoping we can get a booth next year. So if they're watching this or listening to this, mm, I don't know. We'll see what so happens fun. with this. I have no idea if this audio is going to sound good, so we'll find out. We'll find um, out. Make sure to check out all our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check out the Patreon page. Check out our Threadless page for Threadless.com. For our Y'all, swag. yins, yous, you all, whatever the hell. I've had too much to drink. <laughs> Find us on all the podcast apps that you can think of. We're on all of them. Um, rate and review us on iTunes or your own podcast app. And um, check out PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org. Check out PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org slash those dream yinsers for all of our links that you would ever possibly need. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if we have any other thank yous. I think that's it. Aaron was the big one. Um. Oh yeah, we sat and talked with Christian for a good bit. Um, 
might have some fun things coming down the pipeline for that, but we're not going to talk anymore. Not going to talk anymore, um, but just thank you, Kristen, for a great night hanging mm-hmm. out with you, dude. Talking, yeah. always a pleasure. Always have fun hang, talking to him. The um, High Dukes, not the High Dukes. We're to thank the High Dukes. The Huffs. The Huffs. The Huffs. They're like family at this point. <laughs> Basically. So. There's a reason we call her Mama Huff and Papa Huff. <laughs> All right, exactly. So, without further ado, Zachary, cheers to you, sir. John, cheers to you, brother. I'm Al Young, senior friend and bachelor of four roads in Papa. All I can tell you is, cheer to the end. Dr. Lawrence, all over all. Stephen Jameson, Vincent Torrey.